Welcome to Speaking of Grace, the weekly message podcast from the Whole Life Church in Orlando, Florida. We're a multi-ethnic, multicultural, and multi-generational congregation committed to our mission of loving people into a lifelong friendship with God. We are committed to our vision of being a church without walls, fully engaged in serving the people of our community. Thank you for joining us as we continue Speaking of Grace. Kind of needed a moment there. <laughs> Oof, I didn't feel that way after the first service. <laughs> good day. Happy Sabbath. So good to be with you all here in the house of the Lord, isn't it? I'm super excited. It's Pathfinder Sabbath, and I'm just so proud of the excellent job that all these young ones are doing. Awesome job. My name is Tomas Diaz, and I am the director for the Orlando City Pathfinder Club, your church's club. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know how many of you were here last week, but if you were here, you heard Pastor Jeff give a great sermon. The biggest takeaway I got from that sermon, though, was do not trust anything your Pathfinder director says. But not to worry, I don't have red hair or a Chrysler, so we should be all right. Pathfinders for me holds a special place in my heart. When I was 10 to 15 years old, I was part of my church's Pathfinder Club. My director is here. Thank you for coming, Jose. Appreciate that. And during that time, things for me at home weren't the best. Uh, my parents were going through a divorce. Uh, my mom worked two or three jobs. She still took me to church every Saturday. Thanks, Mom. I know you're watching. Love you. And, you know, I had some friends that maybe weren't the best influence on me. But you know what? Throughout all that time, when I look back, some of the most positive memories that I have were because of Pathfinders. And when I think back at that time, one of the, the best memories is when we went to the International Camporee, when we went to Colorado. I was 14 years old, and I have some amazing memories from that camp trip. Like one of the things, when I went to that camp for the first time in my life, I saw a sand dune, a sand mountain. Have you ever seen a huge mountain of sand? Well, when you're 14 years old and you see a mountain of sand, what you do is you run up the mountain and then you roll all the way down. <laughs> I had sand everywhere. That bus was full of sand. <laughs> that was, it was awesome. I also went whitewater rafting for the first time. And I remember in that trip thinking, having these crazy thoughts, maybe not so crazy, for the first time in my life, thinking like, wow, how amazing is God? And I thought about it that as I looked at the Grand Canyon and I looked at how big and how amazing, how beautiful it is, I also thought that when I saw the Milky Way at night and all the stars, it was just something that impacted me. I'm obviously still talking about it. At the end of that trip, I remember climbing a tree and I fell, and I scraped my arm. And I remember thinking, man, I hope that scar never heals because I want to remember this trip forever. Pathfinders, I believe, is one of the reasons I still have a relationship with Jesus. And for me, that is why Pathfinders holds a special place in my heart. Please join me in a prayer before we begin. Dear Lord, thank you so much, Father, for your Sabbath day, for your church, for the youth and for the Pathfinder Club, Lord. Please, I ask you to come in this place, have your spirit hover, hover all over us and inside of us. Let us be open to the message that you want people to hear, Lord, 
And may you be, may you be glorified through my words. I ask you this in Jesus' name, amen. The title of this message is God Delights in Our Excellence. God Delights in Our Excellence. When I say that, what type of things come to mind for you? Maybe it's a, a role model, a sports team, maybe an actor or an actress, or maybe your mind goes to like, oh, that's just for select few and you know, I'm not excellent. But what if I told you that God created you to be excellent? What if I told you that God delights in, your, in our excellence? In the Bible, there's a passage that says, don't you know that in a race, everyone runs? So run to win. Run to win. That's in the Bible. There's also another passage that says, whether you eat or you drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. In my opinion, those are indications that God does delight in our excellence. Now, when I say excellence, what I'm referring to is a frame of mind, a mindset that in everything that you do, in whatever situation in life you're in, in whatever you may be at at the moment, that you have a mindset of trying to do your best, of desiring to do your best, and really wanting that best for you, because that is how God created you, and that's the potential that God has. Those are the type of things that I'm talking about. In the Bible, there are various examples of people that have a spirit of excellence. And Daniel, as an example, we read that Daniel was preferred over the presidents and princes of his time because a spirit of excellence was in him. A spirit of excellence was in him. This is the same Daniel that we've heard about from Daniel in the lion's den. And what we know is he was excellent at his work. He was excellent at his friendships. And he was excellent even in how he worshiped God. And because of that, the king wanted to make him in charge of the whole kingdom. That's pretty cool, right? For me, one of the favorite examples in modern times and today that maybe you could relate to a little bit more is Steph Curry. Steph Curry is regarded as the greatest shooter of all time. He's, he's also, yes, he's also considered to be one of the greatest players that's ever played the game. And he's also an avid Christian and very open about his faith. He writes, I can do all things on his shoes. I can do all things, which obviously is short for the verse in the Bible that says, I can do all things through Christ, which gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ, which gives me strength. And this is a verse that Steph likes to say over and over. I like his story because it wasn't always clear that he would become a great. When he was 14 years old, many thought that he was just a small, skinny, scrawny kid. And if you research him, you will find out that he couldn't even shoot above his head. He would shoot down here from his hip. And so I find it interesting and fascinating. How did he do it? How did he go from this small, scrawny kid to being an all-time great? Well, if you go deeper into the research, you will find that Steph is one of the hardest workers you'll ever meet. And he, at an early age, committed himself to a spirit of excellence. Check out this video. Here's how I knew that. It was all because of his work habits. Now, those skills academies can have two workouts a day for three straight days. 30 minutes before every single workout, most players were still in their flip-flops and had on their headphones. And Stephen Curry had already started doing some form shooting. He had already started taking game shots, game spots, and game speed. By the time the workout officially started, he had probably already made 100, 150 shots and was in a full sweat. When the workout actually started, he was meticulous with everything that he did. He made sure that he had perfect footwork. He made sure that he had perfect shooting form. If he did anything and it wasn't perfect, he did it over again. And he didn't need a 
coach to tell him, he just did. And then probably the most impressive thing that he did was as soon as every workout was over, he would not leave the court until he switched, switched, five free throws in a row. Do you know how hard that is? But that's the level of excellence that he holds himself to. And, and the moral of that story is that success is not an accident. Success is actually a choice. And Stephen Curry is one of the best shooters on the planet today because he has made the choice to create great habits. And my question to you is, are the habits that you have today on par with the dreams that you have for tomorrow? That's something that you need to ask yourself every single day. Because whatever you do on a regular basis today will determine where you will be tomorrow. Curry got the three off. Tie game! Steph Curry knocks it down. He is in a zone right now all by himself. Curry defended now. Curry hitting another three. I find that extremely inspirational, how that small, scrawny kid went on to become one of the all-time greats. And it was also through the help of God that he did that. We're all called, and we are all created to be excellent. Let me give you another example, maybe that's a little closer to home. As you can see, we have a pretty large club, large Pathfinder Club. And when we go camping, it's really a, a big task to make food for all these people. Have you ever seen 135 hungry kids? It's quite the sight. Luckily, God placed an amazing group of people at our club to help us with this. But there's one person in particular that deserves special words. Her name is Sueli. <laughs> Thank you. She is not happy with me right now, not, not happy at all. But Sueli in particular deserves special recognition because if you watch her, just watch her. She won't be up here on the stage. She's always smiling. She's always happy. And she's always thinking about how to make the kids happy. What kind of food are they going to want to eat? Who's the vegan? Who's not? Who's gluten-free? And she's always thinking about how to make the kids happy. A couple of weeks ago, I asked Sueli, hey, Sueli, could you make me some meat for vegan tacos? And the day of the lunch came, and she came to me and said, Oh, Tomas, this patch is really good. <laughs> the kids are going to love it. The kids are going to love it. And you know what? Later that day, all of them, they came up to me, and they're like, Tomas, that was so good. Where did we cater this from? This is so good. And it's like that with every single meal. I know that Sueli pours her heart into this ministry. And for me, every time she makes a meal... It's as impactful and it glorifies God as much as any three-pointer Steph Curry will make. Thank you, Sueli. Thank you, the kitchen ministry. Do you see how this can apply in your life? Think about that. God created us and we are special to him. In the Bible, it says that we are God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we could do the good works, the excellent works he created for us long ago. He created us to do excellent works, good works. But why? Why does God delight in our excellence? I think, the, I think that it, the explanation for this can be found in Matthew where it says, let your light shine before others so that through your good works, 
you may be glorified and you may glorify our Father in heaven. You see, when we are excellent, people are drawn to that excellence. They respect you. And then that opens up opportunities to give the credit to God. Steph Curry exemplifies this when he says, when I step on the court and I make a great shot or I make a good shot or I make a good pass, I pound my chest and I point to the sky because I want, to, I want people to know who I play for. I want, to know, I want people to know who I believe in and I want people to know where I get the spirit of excellence. When we're excellent, people will notice and that will give us the opportunity to praise and glorify our Father. Our father. But a word of caution here. As we start achieving some excellence, may start feeling a little bit special. The chest might start popping out a little bit. As some of the kids may say, you might say, yo, I'm him. <laughs> or, yo, I'm all that. <laughs> but let me warn you. Let me warn you. Or actually, let me rephrase that. Remember that the Bible verse that Steph likes to quote says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It is through Christ that we are able to achieve excellence. It is through the talents and abilities that he's endowed for us. It is through the opportunities he opens us through the people that we meet. It is because of God that we are excellent. So when you start achieving some success and gaining some excellence, never forgive, forget to give God the glory and also thank him for all those opportunities that he presents you. But, if so many people, if, if God does delight in our excellence and he likes our excellence, why is it that some people seem to lack that desire for excellence? Could it be that God has an enemy that knows that if we're excellent, that will, we will elevate him and we will glorify him and he will be more and more glorified? Do you think that his enemy would like that? Absolutely not. So I think God's enemy places all kinds of distractions, all kinds of negative emotions, all kinds of obstacles in our minds, negative thoughts, all to try to dissuade us and all for, uh, for him to try to prevent us from achieving our greatness. I'm not going to go on a rant about this, but social media has great things. But could it be that social media also could be a distraction? I've seen you know, many people, even including myself, that after hours of watching sh shorts, YouTube video snaps and all that, you just like, ah, what, where did my time go? Where did I spend my time? What if half of the time we spent on social media, we spent in investing in ourselves, reading, working out, developing friendships with others, developing our relationship with God? What would that look like? I think we would like that. I think we would like the answer that we see after that. I don't want people to feel like that. he's just sugarcoating it. He doesn't know. It's not that easy. What is, what is he talking about? Right? Look, I know excellence isn't easy. Excellence doesn't come easy. It takes work. It takes perseverance. It takes dedication. Right? It takes hours of homework, hours of practice. Like Steph said, you, he was the first person in the gym, last person to leave out. It takes work. You can't just desire to be excellent. You have to put in the work to be excellent as well. There will be times that you will think to yourself, is this really worth it? I don't, I don't know if I could do this. And all those times, it's a mental battle. You're battling you. And so I'm going to try to help. I have four tips for you all for those times that maybe you feel like it's a little bit difficult. Tip number one, we've probably all heard this, but be positive. 
there's something that happens when you start talking positively. Instead of saying, I just can't do this, it's so hard. You speak positively, like I can, I can. And I was telling people earlier today, before any big presentation, before any big meeting, I'm always talking to myself. Like, Tomas, you got this. T, you could do this. T, God's with you. I call myself T, just, just in case. <laughs> but God can help you. He, he will help you if you're positive. Maybe that's just that little nudge that you need. Be positive. Tip number two, create a mantra. Steph writes, I can do all things in his shoes. That's his mantra. And a mantra is just something that you say to yourself over and over again. You repeat to yourself something that you cling to, maybe in times of trouble. It could be a Bible verse. It could be a quote, a saying, whatever it is. The key is to pick something, just continuously live it and repeat it to yourself. Maybe if you're not that creative, you could steal Steph's. Say, go about your day saying, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things. Listen to that. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's pretty powerful. And when you continue repeating to that to yourself, to yourself, you will start to believe it. Create a mantra. Number three, believe who you are. Not who you were, not who you think. Believe who you are. In the verse I said in Ephesians, it says that you are God's masterpiece. Do you know what a masterpiece is? A masterpiece is an artist's greatest creation. It's like what they frame in the walls, what they bring everybody, check out my masterpiece, take a look. And the creator of the universe, the, the, the being that made this all, made the stars, made the heavens, calls you his masterpiece. That's a pretty powerful verse in my opinion. Think about that. Believe that. God is not a liar. You are God's masterpiece. So as Maybe you're struggling with things. Maybe as you're ready to give up with some things, just you can say to yourself, I am God's masterpiece. He created me for this moment. He painted me for this moment. He created me with, the, the, with the, everything that I need to be excellent and believe that and have faith in that. And the last point, rely on God. This may sound cliche, but it's not. I can do all things through Christ, which gives me strength. Through Christ, which gives me strength. If you try to do things on your own, it's not going to work out as well. You're going to have headaches. You're going to have stress. Rely on God. Have faith. Go to him and ask him for help. There's tons of places in the Bible that you will see his promises where he promises that he will give you the strength that you need to overcome. That's it. Those are my tips. <laughs> Four tips. Be positive. Yeah. Create a mantra. Believe who you are and rely on God. One side note, I don't want anybody walking out of here with the wrong impression, thinking like, he doesn't, I, he doesn't know, I give my best and I try and I still don't achieve greatness. Well, that's, don't mistake what I'm saying. What I'm saying is God created you and you are his masterpiece. Yes, there will be times that you will, you will fail. There will be times you study and you do everything you can and you still won't get 100, but God can work with us in, in those times and those failures to strengthen us, to develop us. God, though, has created us with everything that we need and we have to be excellent. And that is what I would like you to take away. Be excellent in what you do. Have that desire that in whatever you are doing, like the verse said, you give glory to God. So what does that look like for us this week, family? So we go about our week, can we be the best nurse, best doctor, Janitor, cook, husband, father, friend. Can we be that? 
Pathfinders, as you go about your day, your week, you're working on an assignment, you're studying for a test, how can you, what, what can you do to give it your all and get 100 in that assignment? So you're in your choir practice. Are you singing to bring excellence to God? My athletes, as you're in your swim practice and it's hot outside and you think you're going to drown in the pool, or you're in your cross-country meet, or you're in the weight room, or, weight, or in the wrestling, basketball, football, whatever it is, is it clear that God has given you the strength to be excellent? This message can apply to everybody in this room. You hear me? Everybody in this room. Think about that. God created you with that excellence. How about this one? Are you following Jesus in the most excellent way that you could be? Are you loving the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind? If you're not, maybe there's a little nudge today. Maybe there's a little something in, your, in there for you today. And if you don't know what that looks like for you, maybe pray to God and ask him, God, how, can, how would you like me to follow you? How would you like me to be a more excellent follower of Jesus? I believe he will give you the answer. You're all your masterpiece. Not yet. <laughs> you're all God's masterpiece. Believe that. And whatever you do this week, wherever you go, and whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I have three biological children, but 130 spiritual kids. <laughs> and I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> so, so, so proud of you guys. You guys, in front of everybody, did amazing. Excellent job. Seriously. Two things for y'all. Number one, if you're here with Pathfinders or family, or if you're just curious, right after we're done with here, um, we're going to go right to the third floor, and we're going to have an induction service on the third floor. That's when we welcome the new Pathfinders in our family. Third floor, when Ken, Pastor Ken's done talking, okay? You're here for that. The other thing, as you heard Andrea say, this coming year, this August, we are going to attempt to be excellent, and we're going to attempt to go to Gillette, Wyoming. no. Let me rephrase. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be positive here. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to believe. We will be going to Gillette, Wyoming. All right? In Gillette, in Gillette, it's our international camporee. International camporees are a big deal. They happen once every four years. And this year, there'll be about 50,000 people that will be there. 50,000 Pathfinders that will be there from across the world. We have about 150 people that we think we're going to take, and it costs, it's going to cost roughly about $1,500 per person, which if you add that up, it's about $250,000 that it's going to cost for us to go there. $250,000. We got this? All right. Okay. Don't jump the gun there. One second. One second. We're, our plan, we'll hear a little bit more about this, we'd like to raise half of that, at least half of that. Okay, as a church, as a community, we want to raise $125,000, big number, and we're not going to get that through the car washes and the bake sales and the cookies and all. We're going to need some help. We have an army, right? If you need some jobs that need to be done, we're here for you. We're, you know, we're here for hire. We're willing to work, all right? But... If you want to be excellent, I'm going to give you the chance to be excellent. See that? See what I'm doing here? 
I will ask you, if you find it in your heart, if you have the opportunity, um, you can donate for Pathfinders. And if you donate, that will go straight. You can scan that QR code here, or you can leave cash and or envelopes out in the lobby. You can put Pathfinders on them. That will go straight to us. 100% of that money is going to go for the Campery. That's all we're going to do. It's not going to go to pay anybody or anything. It's going to go to uh, developing amazing relationships and friendships and experiences at this Campery. As you heard from me, Camperies have the potential to have lifelong impacts in these children. So I'm hoping that you may be able to help us out. Thank you for the consideration. <laughs> Pastor. We're going to make it happen, right? Yeah, of course we are. Um, and just to add to that, I don't know, I want to make sure that we're really clear. If you have cash in your wallet and you want to take it out and put it into the offering, 100% of the offering today is going to our Pathfinder Club. Okay? So, Tomas, I just have this feeling that all $125,000 is going to be taken care of after this group walks out today. So, and then we don't have to talk about it anymore. We promise. You put, a, you put 100000 we won't talk about this ever again. We will we'll just move on. All right. So... Uh, I just, can we give the Pathfinders a hand? What a great job. Thank you so much. And uh, just so proud of you. Just, just awesome. Just awesome. So uh, next week, we're starting a seven-part series on the seven churches of Revelation. You do not want to miss it. If you think you know about the seven churches of Revelation, come and find out what you know. And if you don't know, and you're like, oh, I don't know, come on, you're going to love it. I can't tell you, I've been so enjoying researching this sermon uh, series. It is going to be, um, I think you're really going to dig into the Bible and enjoy it and see Revelation, maybe in a different way than you've seen it before. So looking forward to it. Hi, this is Randy McGray, podcast producer and host here at Whole Life Church. Loving people into a lifelong friendship with God is our mission at the Whole Life Church, and our podcasts are designed to help facilitate conversations that help us grow together in that pursuit. Now that you've heard the message for this week, don't forget to check out the Whole Life Takeaways for this message. Swipe up in today's show notes and join the conversation. Speaking of conversations, each Wednesday morning we take a closer look at the week's message. That's right, the one you just listened to. We discuss practical ways to apply spiritual lessons and ask honest questions about the issues we face as Christians, all focused through the lens of grace. Your voice is a welcomed addition to that conversation. We encourage your thoughts and your questions by sending a voicemail or text to 407-965-1607 or send an email to podcast at wholelife.church. You can find everything podcast-related on our website, wholelife.church/podcast and plan on spending every Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning with us as we bring you the Whole Life Church inspiration you love straight into your headphones. Thanks for listening and have a great week. <laughs>